Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating facts from fiction. The issue of healthcare. It's still a government-run health insurance plan. We will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their jobs. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Uh, Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marsha from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. 106 affiliates strong, our newest station in Oklahoma City. We're very happy to have them on board. Our producer today, Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened talk shows throughout the United States. America's Healthcare Advocate is the show where we separate fact from fiction on the subject of healthcare. What are the latest changes to the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, otherwise lovingly known as Obamacare? I count 51 since last year. What are the latest medical technologies, breakthroughs, treatments, and pharmaceuticals available today? What can you do to live a a healthier life. We tackle all these issues and more each week. So listen and learn as we talk to you about your health care needs. If you have specific questions today about health insurance or any health-related issue, you want more information, you can call our toll-free number during the broadcast. I have guests in studio today. I would not be taking calls on the air, but you can call. There are operators standing by. The number is 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. If you have any issues, we can help you with anything, feel free to give us a call. We'll be happy to chat with you. If you would like to send me an email, you don't like to call people, you don't want to go talk to somebody on the phone, you can go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Read our latest blog up there. There's some interesting information in that. And if you want to send me an email, I will respond. Now, I get about 220 a day now, so I don't answer each one of them the same day, but I do answer each one of them. The website, once again, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Coming up in today's show, we're going to visit with CeCe Rojas, Jolie Lindquist, and Wayne Powell, all from the Central Exchange. This is going to be kind of an out-of-the-box show, folks. We're not going to talk about health care, health insurance, or any of that stuff today. We're going to talk about this organization, one of the oldest organ. Yeah, I know Wayne's laughing because Wayne's from Blue Cross and Blue Shield, and this is one of the rare times when we're not talking about health insurance. So we're going to talk about the Central Exchange. I I got involved here with Cece and I met. We've uh, talked about the Central Exchange. We had lunch and talked about this broadcast and why I wanted to do this. This is one of the oldest business groups in Kansas City. And interestingly enough, it was started back in 1999 exclusively for women. So Cece, a little bit about the history of the Central Exchange. Well, first of all, thank you, Carrie, for having us today. Yes, we've been in, we have been in existence for 35 years, and we were, in, we were founded uh, by a group of 12 women who um, were not uh, able to join a couple of the, the more prominent men's clubs in town, namely the, uh, the River Club and the Kansas City Club. So women like Adele Hall and Marjorie Powell, Beth Smith, women who are very well known uh, in this area um, and, uh, as civic leaders, they decided that we needed uh, a home and we needed Start a place of our deal. own. Absolutely. So they went out and they just, they said, we'll just do it ourselves. There we go. So they rolled up their sleeves. They got their, they got their best uh, girl, girlfriends in, involved. And I'm sure they went to, uh, they went to um, lots of their other friends in the business community and asked for support. And thus uh, the 
the, that was the founding of Central Exchange. Um, and it has uh, grown from that 12 uh, originating members to about 1,100 members strong now. Joni, how long have you been involved with Central Exchange? Probably a little bit over 10 years. And I've been wow. on the board. This is my sixth year on the board of Central Exchange. So it's been a tremendous experience. It's a wonderful organization. Um, and our, our mission is to help women develop both professionally and personally. Now, and, you're saying that, and I'm sitting here looking at Wayne. Yes. <laughs> and I go up and I look at the website, and there are a lot of guys now, Wayne, involved in the Central Exchange. You're in the mentoring program and a whole host of other things. Let's talk about guys. It's kind of it's kind of funny, Cece. It's kind of going backwards now. You know, you started uh-huh. out, the guys weren't, the, you couldn't get in the, in the organization with the men, and now the men are coming in your organization, Wayne. Right. Yeah, and I'm very fortunate and privileged to be on the board of the Central Exchange. I've now been involved with the Central Exchange for about two years, and I am in my first full three-year term on the board. And, you know, I think it was pretty uh, prophetic maybe for the Central Exchange board to take a look around the room and not see any men, (laughs) and then probably to ask themselves, do we want to be like those organizations that we were not allowed to be in and should we do? Should we be behaving in this way, or being organized in this way, or not? And the simple answer to that question was, it will enhance our organization by having men involved. Yeah. So, Cece, now there are men. And as I look at the website, I saw a whole series. Sam Mears is on there. Yes, we have. So we have out of twenty board members, we have three male board members. Okay. And uh, we have um, two other uh, boards, uh, sister organizations. We have a, a foundation. Um, and then we have our win-win board of directors, and we have three men, uh, gentlemen on that board, and then our new Midwest Women's Business Enterprise Council board that is a new organization we just founded, and we have a few gentlemen on that as well. All right, so we've got the win-win, we've got the foundation, and then we've got the regular board. Is that yes. right? Yes. That's, that, there's a lot going on at the we, Central yes, Exchange. Yes, we, we have a lot going on. Yeah, you do. So so you've got offices in downtown, and then you've got offices in Johnson County. So let's kind of tell the listeners, this is not just you know in Kansas City, it's in Kansas City Metro. Let's talk about that. That that's correct. So yeah, we have our flagship uh, our flagship offices are located in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, at 10th and Central. We do have a very uh, nice facility um, in a large facility on College Boulevard here in Overland Park, and then we just opened a small satellite office uh, in uh, Midtown Kansas City to house our new certification programs. So see, I didn't know that. Now so now you've got three offices. Yes, we do. All right. So let, let's let's talk a little bit about those certification programs. What kind of programs are we talking about? There and what are we doing with certification? So we just launched an, uh, a, a new program, a new a new sister organization that is charged with certifying women-owned businesses, and it is a national certification called WeBank. So we are the certifying agency for the WeBank certification in our market, and um, it is a, a very um, a good tool for women-owned businesses when they're when they're wanting to grow their business and they're wanting to go after government contracts and and public and the public contracts. We're new in this game. We've we've only been certifying for uh, since the beginning of the year, but we know that it's already making a big difference in our market. Uh, women are coming to us uh, for not just the certification, but all the other resources that surround it. So, Joni, this is a interesting a resource source. Uh, for women, you know, for instance, in that particular area uh, where we're talking women-owned businesses, right. where there are advantages right. for various types of contracts, government contracts, city contracts, whatever the case exactly. may be, there, there's an opportunity there. 
And if you don't know how to do that or you don't know the steps, this is a place where you can go and somebody will actually help you do that. Absolutely. And it helps the women-owned businesses then get the certification, which opens up just a broad array of opportunities for them. And before, they had to go through to Chicago, and it's been a very arduous process for women-owned business in our area. So one of our focuses at the Central Exchange is people often think we're always focused on corporate organizations here. We do serve corporate organizations with our development programs, but another segment that CC has really re-energized here in the last couple of years is our entrepreneurs and small business, women-owned small businesses. Yeah, you know, I don't think people realize oftentimes, and it was funny, I was coming through, I was coming off of a road trip a couple of weeks ago, and I was going through the St. Louis Metro, and there was an issue about increasing minimum wage and all the rest of it, and it was very interesting the, the business owners that were calling in were women-owned businesses who were giving specific examples of what the cost was going to do to them. One woman said it would raise her employee cost by $400,000. I think she ran sandwich shops, I'm not sure, and basically would have put her out of business right. because that was the profit margin. But it's interesting. I don't think people realize how many businesses out there are owned and operated by women today. Yeah, it's a huge portion of the, of the market, and also it's – Women-owned businesses are the faster-growing segment of the market. So those establishing new businesses, the majority are women versus men. So we want to help them as they really launch into a new business as well. And, you know, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Six times faster than men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she mm-hmm. had that on the tip of her tongue. Did yeah, you she did. That? Did I, you catch that? I knew that it was, was that's true. That's what I call fast. Six, six times. Six times. Six fa- times faster than, than men, but there are still many barriers to, for, their, for them uh, to succeed at the same level as male entrepreneurs. So that, you know, and we know certification is a tool to help them get there. But there are also other kinds of things, other kinds of tools that they need as well and resources. All right. That's fascinating. Where can people go if they're interested in this? Um, what's the website? How do people go to it? So for certification, it's www.mwbec.org. Holy cow. Do that one more time. <laughs> it's mwbec. Okay, mwbec.org if you want certification information. Just general information on the exchange is centralexchange.org. Centralexchange.org. I got that right. That's impressive. All right, we're going to be right back after the break with more. We'll go into a little more about what they do, some of their specific programs, what the foundation offers, and why this organization is important to the metro and our growing business community. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back after the break. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HI Radio Network, you can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got a question, send it to me. I'll be happy to answer it. If you've got somebody you think I should interview, maybe there's a topic you'd like us to cover, send me an email. 
We'll take a look at it and see if we can't do it. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Scott Larson. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue our conversation with Cece Rojas, Joni Lindquist, and Wayne Powell, all from the Central Exchange. You know, if you want information on this dynamic group, if you think you'd like to get involved, maybe you're thinking about starting a business. Where do I go? Who do I talk to? These people folks can help you. They've got information. They've got a lot of people with great success stories on their board of directors and some folks sitting right here in this studio. So if you want information, go to their website, centralexchange.org, centralexchange.org. All their information is up there. It's a very comprehensive website. There is a ton of information up there. So if you're thinking about doing something, maybe you're already involved and you're successful in your business and you just like to mentor or work with some other folks, all that is up there as well. So the website, once again, centralexchange.org. Let's go back to that mission thing for a minute, Cece, and kind of talk about this. So, uh, uh, you know, the ladies go and they form the organization, right? okay? And then you get started, and your mission, let's go into what, you know, what the mission is, what it started out as, and what it's kind of morphed into, because it's obviously grown from where it used to. It had a very narrow focus. Mm -hmm. That's changed, as Wayne talked about. Now you've got men involved, and let's go. Let's go. So let's kind of go through that a little bit. So our mission is is, is really simple. We uh, we 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 seek to be the venue and voice for professional women uh, seeking to uh, meet to to meet their profes- professional and personal potential. So I mean, in that, and so that in itself is is pretty broad. I mean, you know, so it enables us to take on leadership development and 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 make sure that we're providing those leadership development tools, small business development. You know, I in for me, I put it simply, we're a development organization. Okay. In development on all different levels. So what 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 you've got here is you've got a mix of women in corporate America, women in small businesses, mm-hmm. women probably in the not-for-profit sector. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it, 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 it and there's an interaction here of all of that. Right, and even uh, from government. We have many, you know, uh, municipalities that are engaged with us for their leadership development needs as well. So it really does run a very broad spectrum of the, of the types of people that are involved engaged with us. So how does that work, Wayne, whenever you're kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you're kind of outnumbered here, which might not be a bad thing, come to think of it. But, uh, but you know, from where where the where the men sit in this group, how how does all that fit in? Well, I think it's a natural fit. You know, I think the Central Exchange was started on the uh, you know at least this basic premise that women should gather to support each other to meet their individual and collective goals. And when you look around the corporate environment. There's a lot of men at the very top, a lot of men in the middle, too. And when women do not see themselves at the top and wonder why, it's helpful to have a place to go to try to think through that and try to support each other to try to achieve their goals, if that includes trying to reach the top of a corporate ladder, for example. But women can't do it and should not have to do it by themselves, right? It shouldn't just be a matter of women supporting each other. It should be a matter of talented people supporting each other regardless of their gender. And I think one of the roles that I try to play on the Central Exchange Board is to ensure that women know that men, there are men out there that are very supportive of their goals. And I count myself as one of those. Yeah, and I think that's great. And I think, you know, it's interesting the way you phrase that. There are men out there who are very supportive. I think that attitude in a lot of men over the years has evolved and changed significantly from what it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Right. I, I think I think you're right. And I, I think for, it kind of boils down to 
just um, ensuring that women believe that they can achieve and that men believe that women can achieve too and that we don't see barriers out there for each other. And the goal here is to try to make sure that we all have the opportunity to achieve whatever our goals happen to be and not to have direct or indirect, you know, overt or inadvertent barriers in the way. And just to acknowledge that those things are out there to make sure we understand what they are and to try to work through those together. You know, Johnny, I'm a father of two daughters. One's mm-hmm. an attorney in Los Angeles, and the other one works for Merrill Lynch in a financial capacity. Okay. And I have always told them you can achieve anything you want to achieve um, and and have always told them don't don't ever set the bar lower for yourself than what you think it should be or what you see somebody else. If that's what you strive to achieve, that's what you should do. How have you seen this? You've done this for 10 years. You've done this right. longer than CC, longer than mm-hmm. Wayne. So mm-hmm. from where it was 10 years ago mm-hmm. to Wayne talking about where it is, how have you seen this grow and what have you seen it evolve? And how have attitudes changed? Because attitudes have changed a lot, yeah. I think. Yeah, and I, I actually want to go back to the 35 years and the 12 women who started. Yeah. One of the main premises they had was we've been excluded from these all-male clubs. We are going to be inclusive in our organization. So from day one, we have never said that we won't allow men. We've always allowed men as members of our organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always been there because that was important. You can't say, let knock on their door and then close our doors to them. That, that made no sense to do that. Um, so from day one, we've always said we're going to be an inclusive organization. Now, in the last 10 years, as we've really gotten more serious about helping women, particularly in the corporate environment now, I know we've talked small business, but let's shift to the corporate environment, advance up, as Wayne said, into higher levels of the organization. With Win-Win, we really started the, the focus on let's get women to the, the boardroom in the C-level suites in their organizations and on boards. Well, to do that, you really need to have men involved in doing that. Um, And so we also said if we're going to suggest, and not just suggest, we have data behind this that says that boards and companies that have gender diversity at the top perform better across all sorts of measurements, profit, margin, revenues, et cetera. If we're going to say that you need gender diversity, well, then our board needs to have gender diversity as well. If that's one of our basic beliefs, well, then we have to have gender diversity on our board. So in the last several years, we have really moved to say best practices is the minority in the organization, in this case, men, you should have at least three men on your organization because we're saying the same thing for male-dominated boards. You should have three women, not just a token woman or in our case, a token man. That's not good enough. If you really want gender diversity and you believe in it, which I do, you can't have a room of just 12, 20 women sitting around. That's not diversity. And you're missing out in growing the organization, growing and understanding the community better. So it's really important to have folks like Wayne who are supportive of our mission, um, but they also bring a viewpoint that we don't have because he sits in different shoes than I have. Fascinating. You know what else is interesting? We're going to go to break here in a second, but you, know, you talk about women at that corporate level. You look at Sprint today, you look at Blue Cross mm-hmm. and Blue Shield, both mm-hmm. led by women. It's changing. And it's, it's, it's changing. It, yeah, and it's, going to, and it's going to keep changing. We're going to come right back after the break. We'll have more discussion with our guests about the Central Exchange. If you want information, maybe you'd like to join. Maybe you're in that corporate situation. You're thinking you want to go up the ladder. They've got a mentoring program. We'll talk about that when we come back. The website is centralexchange.org, centralexchange.org. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate. 
broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Back, you're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Go up there and read that latest blog. You might find it interesting. Our producer, Mr. Scott Larson, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue this fascinating conversation with the folks from the Central Exchange. Cece Rojas, Joni Lindquist, and Wayne Powell, all from the Central Exchange here in Kansas City. A women business group that's not just for women. You just heard that discussion we just had when Joni talked about why men are involved, why it needs to be inclusive. What benefit do they see from that? The exchange of ideas sounds like a great place to get involved, doesn't it? Maybe it's something you want to take a look at, man or woman, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're in the corporate world, this is an opportunity. Go to the website, centralexchange.org. They've got offices in Overland Park. They've got offices in Kansas City. They've even got offices in Midtown. So centralexchange.org, that's the website. There's a lot of information up there. Go to the website. You can find out more today. All right, let's kind of get in the weeds a little bit, Cece. Let's talk. You've got some very specific programs we that do. you do, and, and they're pretty interesting. And I think they're probably unique to what you do. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of those programs. Well, first of all, we have 500 programs a year. So 500 programs a year. 500 programs a year. And it runs, it, wow. it literally runs a gamut from, you know, from folks that are um, seeking to. You know, they're, they're trying to uh, maneuver in their first real, you know, maybe mid-management role all the way up to very senior leaders. Uh, so, you know, with, with that with, with that breadth of um, the different segments that we try to serve, obviously we're going to have a very a big diversity of programming. But a couple that are, that are pretty notable, uh, one would be the Emerging Leaders Program. So it's an intense one-year uh, program that includes executive coaching. It includes a 360 assessment. Uh, and th- it's been one of our um, highly visible, very notable programs, corporations, they uh, they depend on this program really? to yes to to um, to better position their high potentials or hypos, uh, to, you know to become good leaders within the organization. So we have many corporations in the city that you know send multiple women every year. Um, last year we had a class of forty, and the class does continue to grow. So it, it is a, um, a a very uh, it's a it's a high level learning environment, and we we know and there's um, we do have now good quantitative data of the women that are promoted as a result of that program within the first after, within either their first year or certainly within two years of completing the program. So it's not it, tea and cookies in the afternoon or cocktails it, at night. It is not. Mm-hmm. Joni. Yeah, and it's not just for corporate companies, right. also large corporations. Mm-hmm. I'm in a 15-person mm-hmm. wealth management firm, and we sent one of our young associates who were developing into a leader role a year ago into the Emerging Leaders Program, because we don't have a- access. As a small company, you don't have access mm-hmm. to training like that. And it's been so beneficial that we use Central Exchange for five of our young women out of a 
company of 15. Now, that, a, that's really interesting. Like, talk about that a little bit because I'm a small business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, we've only got yeah. nine people in right. our company. We don't have access right. to that kind of training. Well, so, I, so, so many, many companies, large and small, they have started using Central Exchange or, or maybe even outsourcing some of their organizational development, leadership development needs to us because they are too small to, you know, to, to employ full-time trainer or, or those types of resources. So they absolutely use us for their individual de- leadership development plans or just personal development plans for their associates. And so we'll, we'll see literally, um, you know, uh, for example, what Joni said, the 15 uh, employee uh, count company all the way up to the larger companies like Sprint and even Blue Cross. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it so and I think um, one of the, the benefits, too, is that the network that you build, it's, it's yes, you're going to learn and you, you're going to have lots of great takeaways, you know, that you can take into your work environment. But it's really the peer network that you build. Oh, that's got to be amazing. It, it, I mean, I look at the people on this board and mm-hmm. all the people you've got working. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you've got that's quite a group you've got there. It is. So but but there's many ways for them to interact. So yes, we have the the example of the emerging leaders program, but we have um, you know, signature series like the CEO series, which you know, all major CEOs in this in this city have come before our membership to talk about their leadership challenges along their journey. Uh, we we la- we launched a, a conversations from the top, which is a high for um, for women, the highest ranking female in the organization or large scale entrepreneurs that come in and talk about their journeys. Um, so we have literally programming that's all over the board, and you can certainly find what you're looking for at Central Exchange in terms of leadership development and just learning. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting to me, Johnny, to hear, and I wasn't aware, it didn't, it didn't dawn on me that, you know, you, and I'm a small business mm-hmm. owner, but I mean, I, I just made a note to myself. I've got two people that are going in this program. There you I go. I just made a note right <laughs> Excellent. There, because right. we don't, have, the, we don't right. have those kind of resources. Right. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a Blue Cross and Blue Shield, you know, Wayne, you know, you all may have programs like that because you're a much bigger organization. Mm-hmm. But for small businesses mm-hmm. like us, that kind of stuff is way out of our reach. And so right. this, is a, this, this, is, this sounds like a real tool um, to help these folks grow mm-hmm. um, and learn how to handle this role they're going to have as they grow through the organization. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, there's thought leaders that are brought in. So we have, you know, any number Speaker of... Speaker series. Mm, well, I mean, in, within Emerging Leaders, I mean, right. in that particular program, what we always have access to great thought leaders. So all of the, the you know, major, whether it's an executive or, you know, a, a, a a very successful entrepreneur or what have you, we have access to those folks and they want to come in and they are very uh, generous with their time in, in sharing uh, their stories, best practices, what have you with our, with our membership, whether it's in a structured program like that or just in general on an ongoing, I mean, daily in, in any of our programs. So somebody like Danette Wilson, who's the CEO of yes. Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Actually, Danette is going she's to be going one of our, <laughs> she's going to be our, one of our CEO right. speaker okay. series. Right. All right. And, and that, you know, th- th- that's interesting because that's the first time that, Blue Cross and Blue Shield is what fifty some years old, mm-hmm. and it's the first so time in fifty 80. years there's been a woman at the helm. Right, and now we have a woman CEO. And I'll <laughs> tell right. you, in the brokerage community, there are an awful lot of people that are very happy about that. Mm-hmm. So you well, know, we are too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so am I. I am especially <laughs> happy. Yes, yes. <laughs> you probably are. But you know, that, I think that's interesting because you know she's been at this for a long time mm-hmm. at Blue Cross, and she's 
you know, gone up the ladder. And for her to share her experience, I would imagine that would be pretty interesting. Uh, that's right. I mean, she had the chief operating officer experience, and we're, we're actually seeing uh, a, a several of those kinds of scenarios that have that have been um, happening. Jackie DeSosa, for example, right? Yeah, from research, research she was a COO. Center. So we're starting to see those internal, yeah, kind of, you know, um, those internal Wendy execs coming. Yeah, Wendy Gillis is the new CEO for the Kaufman Foundation. She was a COO. So we're starting to see that upward trajectory. Pretty neat. Wayne, talk a little bit about the mentoring program. You're involved in that. How does that work? What 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 are you bringing to the table there? And what who are you working with in that program? Yeah, this is just another great example of the developmental opportunities uh, provided through the Central Exchange. You know, we just talked about the more formal programs that are targeted at corporations and small businesses and entrepreneurial entities out there that may not have the resources to connect to a larger scale engagement. However, the mentoring program, which is something relatively new, it's, it's foc- it's, it revolves around a, a circle of mentors type approach. And there's about six individuals in my circle. And, uh, you know, mentoring is interesting because sometimes mentoring can be sort of an arranged marriage. You know, there's, there's, (laughs) you know, people think that this person will be really well matched with this other person they've never met before and Uh. they try to get together. Or it can be love at first sight, right, (laughs) where you just meet someone and you just hit it off. But this tries to maximize the likelihood that you are going to connect with someone. So you have six people in the room. We are all at the same place. There's no head of the table. Okay. And it's individuals that are at varying stages of their career. So we've ha- I have some very junior individuals in my group and some more senior individuals in my group. And we've met just once uh, up to this point, and there are several other meetings on the calendar. But in our very first meeting, it just kind of, I mean, it was so amazing to see these women come together, immediately connect, because they all know why they are there. Right. There's, no, there's none of this formality that needs right. to go into right. play. And they're all there to help each other to meet their goals, consistent with the mission of the Central Exchange. And they're there to support each other. So the kind of the conversations that we have are very frank and very direct. And my role in the conversation really is to facilitate and as the guy in the room, you know, I ask some pretty probing questions, but usually I'm asking questions to just help people to think about uh, themselves and to look in the mirror a little bit and to challenge um, themselves to think about how they're going to get to the next step in their career if that's their goal. Interesting. It sounds almost like it sounds almost like it's kind of a safe harbor, CC, mm-hmm. where people can go have these conversations. What 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 kind of what's in Vegas stays in Vegas. So it's kind <laughs> yes. of like what's in that room stays yeah. in that room. That's right. Uh, absolutely, and that that's how people would safe. describe us. They're they're mm-hmm. willing. To, they're so they're willing to open up, Wayne, and let mm-hmm. their hair down a little bit and talk about things they might not talk about at work. That's right. Because right. it's a different environment, and they can do that. Right. Yeah, and they do, and they take full advantage of that opportunity. And you know, I think there will be very very positive relationships that spawn from that engagement. And I think it will serve all the women well. Sounds like a fascinating concept and a great program. If you want information, go to the website, centralexchange.org, centralexchange.org. Get your folks involved. Take a look at the information. It's up there. The website is centralexchange.org. We'll be right back after the break with more and wrap it up in the last segment. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more. 
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got a question, send it to me. If you need help with health insurance or health-related issue, please feel free to send me an email. I will get back to you as quickly as possible. Our producer, Mr. Scott Larson, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. We're going to continue our conversation in this segment with Cece Rojas, Joni Lindquist, and Wayne Powell, all from the Central Exchange. Fascinating organization. Lots of things they do, from mentoring programs to helping women uh, uh, get involved in in women business programs, all kinds of different programs they offer here that that you can get involved in, man or woman. You've heard Wayne talk about the mentoring program. Uh, Joni talked about a number of different programs that are available. You've got an opportunity here. Go to the website, centralexchange.org, centralexchange.org. If you're, you know, maybe you're a women-only business and you're looking for an edge, you know, in a bid on a contract. You don't know how this works. You hear about the, you know, the opportunities that are available. Well, you know, here's a place where you can go. They're going to actually show you how to do it. So centralexchange.org, that's the website. All right, you've got a a really interesting thing uh, coming up here, your fundraiser, the STEMI Awards coming up in September. Let's chat about that. That's right. So the STEMI Awards, is uh, this will be our second year. And it was was born out of our uh, our newly formed committee about a couple years ago called We STEM, Women in STEM, so the STEM Careers. And we decided that we needed to honor many, many women who make amazing contributions to STEM careers um, and then encourage more women to consider careers in STEM. So uh, last year we honored nine women uh, in the Metro that um, either science, technology, engineering, math, or medicine. Wow. And this year we plan to do the same thing. It's at the Midland Theater, September 24th. We just uh, shut off nominations, had about 90, and um, have you know, we anticipate a huge a sellout crowd again this year. How many did you have last year? Oh, we had 450 folks Holy for moly. our very first year, so we That's, were very, very excited. We had wow. great. We have great corporate sponsors that also believe in uh, in the work of of women in STEM and would and like us want to honor those women. And uh, as a matter of fact, Blue Cross and Blue Shield just happens to be one of those sponsors. You know, Jody, it's interesting um, the number of engineering degrees, math, and science degrees coming out of colleges now are. More women mm-hmm. than men. Right, <laughs> right. There was a, I think it was in Forbes magazine, uh, like a month or so ago. It was a big article on the fact that the numbers are tilting very heavily the other way. Uh, it seems like you know women are becoming more and more and more engaged in these areas um, than they used to be. Yeah, absolutely. I have a niece who graduated from med school about three or four years ago now, and her class fifty percent, over fifty percent, were women. Really? Yes. And a great diversity in terms of ethnic background also. She was at University of Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania, but just really interesting. Yeah, it was over 50% women in her class. Wow. Yeah. It, it is changing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And the We STEM really came out of what's fascinating about the Central Exchange, another component we haven't talked about, is a lot of this is volunteer-driven. Um, we keep a pretty lean staff uh, for CC, and you talk about 500 programs, you can't get these things done without volunteers. And the WeSTEM really came out of one of our committees where there's one staff person assigned, but probably 12 to 15 volunteers that are members of the Central Exchange came up with this idea and came forward with it. And then that committee just, you know, expanded to, I don't know, 30, 40 now that are on that committee, and then they created the STEMI Awards. And, and so it just morphed out now. It did. But what this provides is women and men who are involved in the organization opportunities for leadership and growth outside of their 
you know, their business, their professional world, their job every day. This gives them another way to grow and develop because they get on these important committees of planning things, project management, a lot of skills you can develop by volunteering on a lot of these committees for the Central Exchange. Just a different way to develop versus just going to a program. You know, you know it's interesting when you wouldn't necessarily think that a health insurance provider would be involved in the stimulus, but here's Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City, one of our best corporate citizens, heavily involved in this particular issue. Why? Well, you know, we are a health insurance provider. And of course, um, you know, we are very supportive of the provider community here in Kansas City as part of our network. And just just to be clear, you know, STEMI STEMI stands for science, technology, engineering, math, and medicine. So um, for us, it's a natural fit to be involved in something like this. But beyond all the things that we've all already stated here, it's just another way for the Center Exchange to um, recognize women in this arena, but also encourage women that would like to get involved in this arena to get involved. And then, of course, you know, if you don't see yourself or others that are involved in this type of arena, you have this opportunity to look at these women that are being held up by the Center Exchange to know that you can do it too. That's interesting. Before we were running out of time, but I have to ask you because it's triggered in my mind. How much of this gets reflected back into the schools for these young women to hear about folks, these nine women that are going to be awards? You know, how does this reflect back into the educational system to let them see what's going on out there? Well, what you guys are doing? Well, part of it is through partnerships. You know, so we we partner, for example, with Kansas City STEM Alliance, some of the other groups that are specific that work specifically with with youth. Um, right. Especially young women, okay, uh, women who code. I mean, girls who code, when, which is a Google initiative. So mm-hmm. one of the Google executives is on our board. So we we stay connected primarily through partnerships, and also two we do award two um, scholarships. Okay. Uh, we ha- well, we have an educator right. of the of the of the year that we award for, with the STEMI, and then also um, a, a scholarship. So that we also stay connected that way as well. All right, thank you all. This was a lot of fun today. Great conversation. I think people are going to be a little surprised by this and and what they learned today. Great organization. If you want to get involved, you've got a small business, you want to get involved, maybe, you know, you're in the corporate world. Maybe you're, you know, Wayne talked about that mid-level person, you know, some of the folks that are involved in his mentoring group. If you want help, go to their website, centralexchange.org, centralexchange.org. Ton of information up there, offices in Overland Park, offices in Kansas City. They do lots of things and they can be very helpful to you. A great organization to get involved with men or women it's your opportunity centralexchange.org and now ladies and gentlemen i leave you with this thought from nelson mandela there is no passion to be found in playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living remember friends it's a funny thing about life if you refuse to accept anything but the very best you most often get it thank you for listening to america's Healthcare advocate show broadcasting on the hia radio network coast to coast across the usa goodbye america Mm-hmm.